Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Kyle Bailey does afternoons on FNZ in Charlotte. They got a lot going on down there right now with the uh, Panthers and Cam Newton. How you doing, Kyle? Scotty Farrell, good to talk to you, brother. How are you? My man. So uh, tell me like, what your show was like today with... Uh, this news about Cam Newton, like you've known, he's sat out for a long uh, stretch here, and you've known that, I guess, th- that he's had these problems, obviously. But now that they've made it official, uh, what was the reaction that he's done? And then uh, what was the fallout of it? Like, is he, uh, you know, we asked, is he finished there forever? Like, because they could save 19 million bucks. Is that what's going to happen? Uh, I'd say that's a distinct possibility. Um, I, I think a lot of things do point in that direction. They do have the benefit of time. They do have the benefit of having him under contract through the end of next season. And if they wanted to wait it out, I think they could. The issue becomes, uh, you know, they've got some guys that need to be re-signed. James Bradbury, fantastic cornerback. Uh, Shaq Thompson, a linebacker. The list kind of goes on for a minute. But I'll say this to, to get back to your original question, too. Um, you know, I, I had a live show today at the Spectrum Center. The Hornets were playing the Pacers, and you know, I had a whole show ready. And as I'm pulling in 15 minutes to the arena before we go on air, bomb drops. Cam goes to IR, and uh, you know, everything went out the window. But the reaction was just about what you would expect because you got a lot of people in this city who love the guy, who revere him, respect him, and you got people here who really never liked him since day one. Some have soured on him, and some have legitimate reasons for being concerned about his health at 30 years old, being predominantly a dual-threat quarterback. Um, and, I, and I say all that to say it's, it's complicated. There's a lot of opinions about this around here. But um, I think the, uh, the finality of it, the, the possible finality of it, hit a lot of people today. So it was uh, certainly big news. So uh, let me ask you about his uh, foot. Like, what do you know about the injury to his foot? Like, I, I've had a lot of foot injuries playing basketball. And, I mean, it is – uh, just so you know, I mean, I'm speaking from experience, I've had everything. Uh, you name it, the double plantar fascias, bone spurs, you name it, uh, slight, small fractures, you name it. It is the worst thing in the world, if you ask me, is when your feet are shot. You can't do anything, let alone play in an NFL game. Like, you can barely walk. You can barely get from your bed to the bathroom. It's that bad. What is wrong with his foot? Well, it's, it sounds like such a simple question, but, I mean, this has been at the core of everything we've talked about for weeks now because he got hurt in New England in week three of the preseason on a fluky play. He was trying to extend a play, probably should have thrown it away, but, you know, it turns on the foot the wrong way, and it was a non-contact injury, and we find out mild foot sprain. He's going to be fine. He's good for week one. Shows up for week one against the Rams, looks a little rusty. They lose by a field goal. But he completes 66% of his passes, so you know not too much cause for alarm. He just hadn't seen live fire in a while. And then you get to week two against uh, the Bucks on that Thursday night, or it was a short week. Cam starts seven of eight, looks sharp, and then uh, on a play after that, looks like he re-aggravates the foot. And from that point forward, he was pretty awful. 
And, and I say all that to say it became apparent very quickly that something was wrong. And to your point, Scott, you know, that's something that I still don't think a lot of people fully appreciate, that when you have a foot problem, as a, as a man who throws for a living, when you can't transfer weight, when you can't pivot, when you can't do those things, it impacts everything you do throwing the football. And, and he just couldn't do it any longer. They, they had to, to park him after that. And from that point forward, man, I know I'm being long-winded here, but it's that kind of story. He, uh, he puts out a blog series on YouTube and says that, well, if I'm being honest, I kind of concealed the injury from the coaches a little bit. I wanted to play. I thought I could go. So he's accepting a little bit of responsibility. But he ends up seeing a third specialist, the former team physician for the Panthers, who's renowned in the foot department. And nobody knows what to think. And, bam, he's back on IR. And it went from maybe being out three to four weeks to his season's done and possibly his career in Carolina. So it's happened overnight here in Charlotte, that, it feels like. That's crazy. Kyle Bailey with us. He does a great show on FNZ in Charlotte in the afternoons every day. Uh, so I have to ask you, I, uh, the, the arm, like, you know, his shoulder, that was the original problem that he was having. Do you know? And then he got it fixed, right? And uh, did you think that he was? Because uh, you said he had thrown sixty-six percent in that first game, or whatever. Did you think that his uh, he was throwing the ball well? That he that he had gotten over the shoulder problems? Because I don't think he's uh, frankly shot at all at thirty. I mean, that is ridiculous for me to concede that a guy at thirty is old in the NFL at quarterback. When I got guys that are playing, he's forty-two, Brady, and he runs like my mother. And he's still playing, so I don't want to hear that a 30-year-old guy that's his. This guy is such an absolute ripped athlete. He's a he's a freak. They called him Superman. Now all of a sudden he's, uh, you know, uh, Grandpa. I mean, give me a break. That guy's not shot at all. I don't want to hear it. I, look, I, I, I'm with you, and and again, that's something we've been talking about a lot because. You know, he goes vegan during the off season, but turns out, you know, maybe that's not the best thing for a guy of his size. You know, whatever it was, you're right because at 30 years old, the guys had a, had a run of bad luck on the injury front. He's not 45 years old and falling apart. He still wants to play football. And the one thing that's become clear in all of this too is that there's going to be a robust market for Cam Newton so long as he can pass a physical. And there are a lot of teams out there that think he's got something left. Hell, the Panthers think he's got something left. They don't. They're not, they don't necessarily they're not looking to necessarily bail on the guy because he can't play anymore. It's that you got a kid 23 years old on a $500,000 exclusive rights deal who next year they could offer him a million and he's got to take it or sit out. I mean, it becomes about risk and assessment and, and the math of it all, but I'm with you. And it's part of the reason that I think people here are so hesitant right now, just to sign off on walking away from a franchise quarterback, because that guy at, at the height of his power, Kyle Allen can't touch that guy. And, and franchise quarterbacks are hard to come by in this league, as you know, Scott, and just willingly walking away from one because you think he might be washed up at 30, that's a risky thing to a lot of people, and I get that too. You know what? Uh, I got to tell you, I, to, the more I think about it, the, the $19 million hit is not that big of a deal to me because no. there are guys making $35 million, $30 million playing quarterback uh, in the NFL nowadays. If you ask me, $19 is like going out to lunch. Absolutely. I mean, Cam Newton next year is set to make $21 million. They could save 19 by letting him go $2 million that cap money. But if you pay him $21 million next year, that's six, seven, eight million $8 million less than uh, uh, Jared Goff and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Matt Stafford, who even though we, he's having a really nice year, we know what Matt Stafford's done over the last handful of years. It's not a whole hell of a lot. So you're right. From a cost-efficiency standpoint, for a guy who won an MVP not that long ago, went 11-5 and and almost beat Drew Brees and the Saints in New Orleans in the playoffs two years ago, and last year 
started six and two before his shoulder blew up in Pittsburgh that night. And Scotty, you remember through six through eight games last season, this is the same Cam Newton who was the best red zone passer in the NFL, eleven touchdowns, no picks, one twenty four rating. And this guy was an early MVP candidate, best completion percentage of his career. He was on his way to making the transition into North Turner's offense before he got hurt. So again, there are a lot of valid reasons on both sides of this thing. Um, but but to say that, like you just pointed out, Cam Newton's washed up, broken, and can't play anymore, I, there's no way I'm buying that. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Kyle Bailey with us. Let me ask you lastly, because uh, they are hot. They've won five of six, and they got this huge game with the uh, Niners. Uh, how do you think that, uh, or, or with the Packers, how do you think they'll uh, they'll do with Kyle the rest of the way? He's done a hell of a job, all things being equal. He's had basically uh, one clunker against the Niners, but he rebounded and beat uh, Tennessee and now goes to uh, Lambeau. How, how do you think they'll do the rest of the way? Because I think they win because of uh, McCaffrey. That's what, It's pretty simple for me. No, there's no question. Christian McCaffrey, there is a strong case to be made that Christian McCaffrey is the, the most valuable player in the NFL right now. Um, but because he's a running back and only one of those guys has won in the last decade, he's not likely going to be uh, the, the guy to do it again this year, even though he's on pace to put up absolutely absurd numbers. So you're right. Um, you know, the, the defense has forced a lot of turnovers. They've been opportunistic. They're not great against the run. But I will say this about Kyle Allen. He impressed the hell out of me on Sunday because he bounced back twice. He bounced back from the San Francisco humiliation, and he bounced back from a really bad start in that game against Tennessee. He was three or four of 13 with a pick. I mean, just looked like he might be set to fall apart, and the kid got better and better the rest of the way. Uh, there's arm talent there, Scott. I mean, this is a kid who was a five-star recruit, number one uh, pro-style quarterback recruit in the nation. I mean, he's always had arm talent, and that's why he's still getting chances in this league. Um, I, I like what he's made of. He's got a short-term memory. You know, there's a, there's a good foundation there. It's about can he keep getting better. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, great stuff as always, Kyle. Love it. Uh, thanks for coming on and talking about the Panthers and, and uh, Cam and Kyle. I hope it ends well for uh, Cam Newton. I think that my vote is to stick with him. I, I think it's a mistake to let him go because I think he'll come back to haunt him. I really do if they let him go. Uh, Kyle, thanks for coming on the bench, brother. Anytime, brother. Appreciate you. All right. Kyle Bailey does afternoons on FNZ in Charlotte. Good to have him on the bench. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.